0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is BELIEVE. So I've posted a few trade videos recently and I think every single one has had Nikola Jovic in it. And every time that I put Nikola Jovic in a trade package, I get a comment like this or like this now. I know those are both from the same guy, uh, which those are surprisingly actually some of the nicer comments that I get, believe it or not. Uh, I think so. I I don't even really know what what sissy means. Let me let me look that up real quick. Let's go, define sissy. It says a soft, timid, or oversensitive person, or a boy or a man, viewed as overly interested in things traditionally associated with women. Uh, so I don't think my guy is that wrong. I guess uh I like a few feminine things. I suppose like. I like the Barbie movie. I thought it was very decent. A lot of good acting in there. Uh, I like Doja Cat and her music, I suppose. Uh, and I like Michael's Craft Store. If you guys never been, I'm I'm big on doing uh, creative projects like that. So I like a lot of stuff. Anyways, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of mean people on the internet, but I don't care about none of that. Uh, it makes me laugh a hundred percent of the time. Anyways. I get a lot of comments basically telling me that people, Heat fans mostly, think that Nikola Jovich is untouchable. Now, I'm not saying that I disagree with that, but I'm here today to at least discuss that with you guys. So Nikola Jovich has obviously got a lot of run recently with all the guys hurt. Jimmy's out, Caleb's out, Haywood missed some time before coming back, Josh Richardson missed some time, so he's got a lot of run now. He started the last four games for the Miami Heat. I'm recording this on January 11th, so they play the Magic on Friday. That game hasn't happened yet. Jimmy will be out, so I'm assuming Jovic will get another start. But in the four games, in the last four games in which Nikola Jovic has started, he is averaging 27 minutes a night uh, with 10 points a game, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, 45% from the field, and 44% from three on four and a half attempts. So obviously... All across the board, his numbers are phenomenal, especially the efficiency, right? Now, here's the thing, though. It's obviously a very small sample size. And even in the 11 games that that Nikolajovic has played this year, we've seen some good. We've seen some bad. We've seen him nearly foul out in like six minutes versus the Jazz or whichever game it was, right? So we've seen a lot. Now, I'm not here to criticize Nicole Yovic for that. I think he's 20 years old and like just graduated high school last year or within the last year. So obviously, he's going to have some poor games as he continues to grow and improve and get older, work on his game and all that kind of stuff, right? And I guess I should start by saying that I do love Nikolajovic. Actually, I was thrilled when they drafted him. I'm not really a big college guy or an overseas guy, I guess, in this case. Uh, but the reason I wanted Nikolajovic is because I, I honestly, I liked his name and I saw like one highlight tape before the draft. But with that being said, when he did select Nikolajovic, what was it like? 27th overall or whatever, 17, 27. I, I forget, I get them all mixed up, but when they did, did draft Nikola I was very happy, and I loved what we saw with him in Summer League last year, I loved what we saw with him this year in Summer League, and especially what we saw with him in the FIBA tournament, carrying... Uh, slow Ser- serbia serbia yeah carrying Serb slovenia is going on shout out my guy for just retiring uh but uh he helped carry serbia all the way to the uh, the championship in which they lost to france i believe uh and obviously nicoleo was awesome in that run but the thing that got me most excited about him was he put on a lot a lot of size now obviously coming into the league as a 19 year old he was very skinny i'm not giving him you know crap for that or nothing but uh, with how quickly he was able to put on size uh i thought it was like visible you could see a like a visible difference in him and that to me is what was going to help his game most in the nba particularly on the defensive side right because we knew he was a bucket we knew he could dribble you're talking about a guy that's been playing pro ball you know since he was 16 overseas or whatever right so that is stuff to take into account you're not talking about a true true rookie you know people say that about how he went to college for four years now, while Nikola Jovic is a few years younger than Jaime Jaquez, he still has some pro experience. So, so I get that. He is a guy that has shown he can contribute now and is doing that. That being said, it's still a small sample size. He only played 15 games his rookie year. It was very limited minutes, about 13 a night, and the percentages aren't great, but it's too small a sample size to really even judge that, to be honest. Now, going into this season, obviously, to start the year, Everyone was frustrated because he wasn't playing. We all kind of wanted to see him get some run, but he just couldn't even get into the games. Even during garbage time, Spolster really wasn't playing him, right? But now that you got some injuries and you always playing, he's certainly making the most of that opportunity. We've seen everything from... Pull up threes into transition cash. We've seen him dribble down the court and do crafty layups. Uh, facilitate, come down the court, uh, have great vision, find guys wide open. We even saw him had a great block in the OKC game, too. Uh, all of these things he, he did, really, in that OKC game, right? Uh, and, you know, he can do in all the games. He's very versatile. It's almost like the avatar, water, fire, earth, air, whatever it is. That's Nikola Jokic shooting and passing and rebounding, right? He's been a very good rebounder, too, of late. The problem is, though, I personally am not as confident that when everyone gets healthy, I guess mostly when you get Jimmy and Kayla back, I'm not entirely sure that Nikolovic will continue to get run, right? Now, that begs the question for, for you Heat fans, what is the timeline that you want to win on? Do you want to try to win now or do you want to try to win in the future Because I personally believe that you can improve this current roster. When I say win now, I'm basically meaning around Jimmy Butler. I think you can improve the the roster to try to win around him. We've seen two finals teams, you know, built around Jimmy Butler. We saw them go last year. And I think this team is better this year. But I still think they could even make some more improvements. That's why some of these trade packages that I had, including the Jovich, had guys like Donovan Mitchell and DeJounte Murray and Marcus Smart. Now that's three pretty different levels of players right there. I understand. I would definitely trade Yovich for you know Dejounte Murray uh, in Spider. I'm not sure I would do it for Marcus Smart. That one I was more hesitant on. So that's probably like the the line of of best player that I would trade, or I guess worst player that I would trade Nikola Yovich for. So I'm not saying oh trade Yovich for Tyus Jones, who I love a lot. I'm not saying trade him for Dorian Finney-Smith, who I also think would improve this team. There's a certain line, right? But I do think, you know, guys like from Marcus Smart kind of and up are better than your Tyus Jones and Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie's and Daniel Gaffers and, and all the other minor improvements that we heard the Heat might be considered doing. Right. So I personally want to win right now because I believe Jimmy Butler is a very special player. Come playoff time, he is a top five player in this game and you don't and and players like that just don't fall out of trees. I, I don't want to take what Jimmy Butler has done for granted. He is the definition of a superstar because he is a big time player that makes big time plays in big time games. And it's very rare to get one of them. But now that the Heat have an actual superstar in Jimmy Butler, I think personally that they need to make the most out of it in his window. Now, I feel confident saying that Jimmy has definitely another two years, you know, this year and next year, where he'll, he'll, he'll be at that elite, you know, playoff Jimmy superstar level come postseason. I give it two years. I don't think Nikola Jokic will be ready or at least anywhere near his full potential within those two years. I fully believe that Nikola Jokic will be an amazing player in this league, if not an all-star for a very, very long time. But because he's so young and he is so inexperienced i think we're a few years away from seeing that i don't really want this heat to be sort of in between winning now in between building for the future i kind of wish they would just pick a direction and go all in because i think that's what it takes to win a championship you kind of look at the golden state warriors now they kind of try to do the thing where they get kaminga and moses moody and then you got steph curry and clay thompson and we see how it's working out for them not very good now because hey they just won a championship what was it a year ago, two years ago now? But the, the they weren't the young guys weren't really a huge part of that rotation. Jordan Poole was a little bit, but we saw what ended up happening. They ended up shipping him off anyways, right? I think you, you can't really play this middle in game, win now, win future. I think you gotta pick a direction. Now, with the way Nikola Yovich has been playing, and me saying that I'm not sure he'll be a part of the rotation when guys come back. I think you gotta sell high on Nikola Yovich, because yes, he's been playing well. And his value right now is as high as it's going to be for, you know, uh, another year or two before he ever gets an actual rotation spot on this team. Because remember, he did not have a rotation spot on this team. His value in, in, you know, November, December is not as high as it is right now when you're talking the beginning of January. And there's been guys in the past that I wish the Heat would have sold high on. Look at Kendrick Nunn he walked for nothing. Gabe Vincent, he walked for nothing. You could have got one or two first round picks from Max Strews and you ended up trading him for just a second round pick in a signing trade. Just because Cleveland needed the cap space, right? Now, the, uh, you know, to play devil's advocate against myself here, you could say, hey, if they would have traded Kendrick Nunn in 2020, maybe that team never makes the finals. You could say, hey, if the Heat would have traded Gabe Vincent and Max Strews at the deadline last year, maybe they never make the finals. That, that team never makes the finals. So, it's a bit of a, a risk, you know, risk-reward game here. The issue is with, with those guys, the Kendrick Nunn, he was a starter on that team. Gay Vincent was a starter. Max Troops was a starter for most of the time. Nikola Jovic was not even in the rotation. So if you're telling me we could trade a guy that's likely not going to be in the rotation when guys get healthy, we can, we can essentially lose nothing with regards to a rotation player and get in a guy that could improve this team right now. I think that's a move that I would do. Now, another, uh, you know, anti-trade Jovich to improve the team uh, agenda would be to say, hey, Nikoli Jovich does not make a lot of money. He's on a contract this year and for two more years, you know, between two and four million dollars. How is, of course, the same. Anytime you can get a rookie or a young guy or just a great value contract in general, that is critical. To winning a championship, right? Because you're gonna have your star players, they got their high players and Jimmy, Bam, Tyler, right? Anytime you can get the unique value contracts essentially to win an NBA championship. Jame Hawkes is a value contract. We saw when everybody was healthy, he was playing and he was effective. We did not see that with Nikola Jovic. Now, if jovic keeps up this level of play, if he plays like this the rest of the season, if Jimmy and Kayla get back and Spo somehow finds you know, a way to carve out mints for him and we still get this level of production for uh, uh, production from Jovic, then yes, he can perform in the playoffs. That's an amazing contract to have for the next two years. I'm just hesitant because we've seen guys get hot and all Heat fans fall in love with them. And then they just kind of fall off and you missed your mark uh, just to, to take advantage of that opportunity, optimize whatever trade value someone has. We've seen it happen. Now, Another thing Heat fans could say is, hey, I'd rather trade Caleb Martin instead of Nikola Jovic. That's a very fair point that I consider myself a lot of times in these trade videos because Caleb Martin does have a player option at the end of this year. Now, he's hurt now. So at this point, it's tough to say what his market would be. He was great before he got hurt. So let's assume Caleb comes back, you know, gets back to that that pretty high level of play that he was at earlier this season. He likely is going to command a contract much higher than the Heat can afford to pay him. So he's likely gone in the offseason. A lot of Heat fans would say, hey, you can't afford Caleb, trade him, keep Jovic. I get that. It makes sense. I probably would disagree and just say the fact that the the, kind of the the same thing I was saying earlier about Gabe and Max, right? We kept those guys. They help us get to the finals. I think if we keep Caleb Martin, even if it's just for this season, I think he's a guy that will help uh, dramatically come postseason, just like he did last year. Because I want to win a ring this year. I just don't think that's what... uh, I just don't think Nikola Jovic is ready for that. That's kind of what this all stems to. So anyways, I'll probably get a lot of hate for this video. I know there was a lot of rambling. But I'm just kind of trying to get my point across to everyone here. I love Nikola Jovic. I haven't hate... People, anytime I give criticism, people say I hate that person. I haven't hated anyone on Heat since Mo Harkless. So let me just make that clear. But anyways, let me know y'all thoughts down below. Let me know, I guess specifically, who is the worst player that you would trade Nikola Yowich for. Cause yeah, a lot of people might trade Yowich for Spider, but they wouldn't for do it for like DeJounte Murray. So let me know what y'all think. Uh, uh, comment all that down below and like the video if you enjoyed. If you dislike the video, still like the video cause it helps me out a lot and make sure to subscribe because I'll be back uh, You know, for the rest of the season, years to come with great heat content. So I'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Kill them off. yeah, I need a headspace. You know this homegrown bitch don't offend, man. Hmm. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.